When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Cosmopolitan's All The Way With. I'm Laura Capon. I'm Paisley Gilmore, and this week we'll be joined by Kate, who befriended her boyfriend's, in quote marks, crazy ex. So, um... Paisley, I feel like I know the answer to this. Um, before we get before we get Kate on and understand the full story, um, what is the weirdest slash most outrageous thing you've done after a breakup? <laughs> Why did you go Canadian? Then you went outrageous. <laughs> I know I haven't seen you for a week, but are you now Canadian? Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, do you know what, Elsie? I'm going to actually fire that question back at you and get you to answer first. Um, just Brilliant. because I have a sneaking suspicion you've done something quite unusual after a breakup and I want to hear about it. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. Do it. Oh, like, oh. Uh. You live in okay. land, so let's learn from your mistakes. So it's really, it's genuine. Like, I'm genuinely, you can tell, I'm so uncomfortable and embarrassed. So in my early 20s, I had a really bad breakup. Oh. Honestly, I could be sick in my mouth. This is like that meme when you remember something embarrassing you did in 2008. Yeah. We've been together like four years. He um, cheated on me. And um, I... It's really hard because I I want to defend myself. But also I look back and I just think, why didn't you just say like, oh, like, F you, see you later. Um, (laughs) But no, like I messaged him all the time. I used to phone his house phone. Um, oh, I used to write him letters. Oh! What did the letters say, Laura? <laughs> they were like, Paige. Oh, they were like, Paige, honestly, I want to cry. <laughs> uh, I remember, and I would like sometimes order him like something from Amazon and send it to him. Oh my God, I want to die. Trust me, I hate it. Honestly, <laughs> I have blocked all this out. Um, and honestly, like never with any kind of response either, which is oh, so much worse. I honestly feel so mortified. Um, but I think in my, I mean, in my defense, it was just a really bad time because I think when it's the end of a relationship and it's not your decision, that mm-hmm. person has come to that decision quite a bit before they tell you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they've had time to think it through. He had time to plan cheating on me. He cheated <laughs> me and, and broke up with me. It's like, and because I think I was like, oh, I forgive you. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, no, no, I'm going to have to dump you as well now. Um, so I think we were friends as well before. So it was like the loss of like my best friend because we were friends before mm-hmm. we got together. And then also like someone that you spoke to every day. I just think also I was really insecure. He was like my first boyfriend and the first guy that had ever kind of 
liked me in that way. So I think mm. I felt like, oh my God, no one is ever going to like me again. Must cling on. Um, yeah. And it, I just think we both did. And he still for a while would still like message me and sometimes sleep with me. And I think it's oh. just, oh, I mean, it's just honestly, I'm so embarrassed. When I think about it, I honestly do feel like sick in my mouth at like how embarrassed I am because I'm not like in the relationship I was really kind of at times like not bothered (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean like verging on not bothered and then when it ended I was like oh shit um but yeah honestly I just I if ever I see his parents I just feel like I can't explain that just it's just mortifying thinking about it because Oh God, I hope the postman intercepted my letters. <laughs> oh. I, I don't, I know we laughed, but I really don't want you to feel embarrassed because if he was carrying on sleeping with you, that is emotionally confusing. And like, it's not all your fault. And we do weird shit when we're younger. And yeah, to, to be clear, I would never, that is like the biggest lesson. I would never do it now. If anything, mm-hmm. it's probably made me a bit, um, maybe two the other way that I would just be like, no, just because I know <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not going to send you a present from Amazon. You're never going to hear from me again. Um, <laughs> but it's so hard. And also it's like behavior that you completely keep to yourself. Like none of my friends yeah. know that I didn't tell anyone. Can you imagine like if you asked your friend, like, shall I um, send this four page letter? Yeah. Great idea. Elsie. <laughs> on it. He'll definitely be replying to that and you'll be back together in no time. Um, but I know you wouldn't have done anything like that. I am, I think, a sociopath when it comes to breakups. We break up. I never speak to them again. I'm really good at that. So no, I'm sorry. Oh, see, in a way, I'm jealous of you. And then I'm also fearful of you. <laughs> I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> I probably neither approach is healthy. Probably somewhere in the middle would be the appropriate response. But um, we've all got our own quirks. But if you've done anything um, that's also, if you've written any letters as well, please tell me because it will just make me feel a lot better and help (laughs) me like remember in the middle of the night when I flash back to it and just, oh my God, push that back to the back of the brain. (laughs) Bury that. Um, (laughs) Let's meet Kate. Thank God. We're joined today by Kate, not her real name, who'd been dating Danny for a month when he first referred to his crazy ex-girlfriend. I'm using quote marks there. Over the course of the relationship, Danny told her stories about his crazy ex, Ali. But after five months, Kate found out he'd slept with someone else. After the breakup, she messaged Ali. They instantly became friends and Kate realised Ali wasn't crazy at all. Um, Cannot wait to dive into this one. Welcome, Kate. Hi there. Hello. Um, <laughs> do you think that at the, end, at the end of the intro, there was like an ellipsis, a dot, dot, dot. She wasn't crazy at all. Yeah. I was trying to set the drama. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm never very good at reading out loud. <laughs> so, um, Kate, when you met Danny, you'd been living in London for two years, but you said you'd kind of struggled to make close friends. Yeah. And I feel like that is relevant <laughs> to, uh, to the context. So how did you and Danny meet? Um, so basically like my first year in London, I was like with someone the whole of the first year, met him really, really quickly. And then when that relationship fell apart, it was like, oh shit, um, <laughs> I'm kind of stuck here by myself and I don't really know anyone. Um, cause I didn't have any family here, um, or any friends. Like the second year I was in London was, was quite tricky for me. Um, I definitely found it difficult um, to sort of settle in and was spending a lot of time outside London traveling to Ireland to sort of where I'd been living before I moved here to see my friends and 
sort of was reluctant to get into another relationship because I felt like I was using it to sort of find that company that I was lacking elsewhere um Mm. but you know I was having a good year last year um it started off really well I got a book deal and was like okay things are like looking good I can I can do this and um I kind of was still quite lonely even although I was trying to meet people through like writing events and stuff um and um I did download Hinge and was like don't do this don't do this you're doing it out of boredom and then uh, the (laughs) day of pride after a significant amount of alcohol had matched with him and um, we decided to meet up there and then and um spontaneous it was very spontaneous I think we'd exchanged like four or five messages before we we decided to meet up it was we were both drunk so we were like yeah this is a great idea (laughs) and um that's what happened really and um we got on really well we met up um but again you get on pretty well with anyone in pride let's face it (laughs) 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 and um yeah we spent the night together and then over the course of the next week we spent about three or four nights together like um I went to his house maybe two days after I met him and you know was quite taken with him he um was he, he wasn't a musician but like he did music on the side and because I was quite creative that was something that I thought oh we have something in common and um you know he seemed like a decent guy and obviously um he started talking about his past and like his past relationships and nothing really negative was said at that point um it was quite like a sort of general overview for me but I did kind of explain to him that I'd definitely not in London but had had a really bad experience before I moved here which I've kind of contributed so I have a thing called pure OCD and Mm -hmm. um, it very much a lot of it came from a really bad experience when I was when I was much younger and I sort of told him about that sort of as a warning to kind of be like if you're gonna you know mess me around just don't do it please Mm-hmm. I, I really don't want to have to deal with that but you know he seemed really sympathetic when I told him what had happened I remember he like put his hand on my leg and you know as a kind of oh I'm really sorry that you went through that and you know he just seemed really decent he was very funny and charming um and was and because things were going quite well for me with my career and stuff I was sort of like yeah I'll give this a chance and it kind of went from there so at what point did he tell you about Ali um his like so-called crazy ex it was really a month in um when I had been out, I remember the day so specifically, I'd been out writing, it was absolutely sweltering. He came back home and I hadn't really heard from him too much that day. And then he apologised for being quiet and he said, oh, I'm just dealing with a situation with this girl that I used to see. And um, at the time he'd been auditioning for a musical and um, he had gotten the main part unexpectedly. And he sort of said to me that this girl was going to join the cast to be closer to him. And I was like, what? That's mm. it. I, I mean, I, I'm not in performance or anything, but I was like, that sounds a bit extreme. And he's like, oh, you won't believe it's ridiculous. Like, I'm trying to sort it out with some of my friends because she was, uh, she, he knew her through the sort of theatre groups, whereas I was just a random that he found on Pride, basically. Um, so, yeah, it was weird. And then I asked him for more information about it over the next week. And he sent me so many, like, voice notes over um, Instagram and stuff explaining the situation. He said that, you know, she played up on his fear of getting someone pregnant. That was apparently something that she did. She blamed him for going on antidepressants. Because he hadn't spoken 
really badly about anybody else I sort of thought well you know I was willing to brush it off but really it was quite a red flag especially with the extent of the story and how how much he had to say about it because I do think there's a difference between genuinely being polyamorous and being a dick basically (laughs) (laughs) so at the time although it was a red flag you kind of thought well he hasn't spoken about anyone else like this so maybe yeah it's true Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I mean, I did actually, like, obviously, like, on his Instagram worked out who this person was because he was kind of, he'd sometimes name her and other times he wouldn't. But I saw her and I was like, oh, she's really pretty. And, you know, she seems really, like, normal. I was like, oh, she looks quite normal. Like, this doesn't match up with the story. And then, um, but, you know, things were going pretty well with him for about three months. But I remember I'd invited him to um, a party that he couldn't come to because he had additions that weekend. And it was it was it was um, in Brussels. Um, but I remember telling my friend when I got to Brussels and she was like, you know, that girl that you're telling me about, because I sort of told her the story of how he'd been through the mill with this girl. And that was why I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to pressure him as to like where we're at and stuff. I'm just going to like you know be quite chill because he's obviously had some time of it with this girl and my Mm -hmm. friend at the time said uh I would probably go on the side of the girl here there's something here that he's not (laughs) telling you which (laughs) in hindsight yeah she was right (laughs) (laughs) but it's hard to see when you're so close to it sometimes I think so you know he definitely wasn't upfront about what he wanted he sort of explained that because he'd had that bad ex- well he didn't specifically say it but I basically got the impression that because he'd been through that with her he was very reluctant to get into a serious relationship and because his girlfriend before her was significantly older than him and wanted to you know have a child he wasn't ready for that and I felt like I was quite low maintenance you know wasn't planning on having children anytime soon so I was sort of like a nice kind of person to come along and I just didn't want to pressure him and I wasn't I'm not someone who would really class myself as high maintenance so I wasn't really pressuring him to see me that much so he gave me we spoke every day and it just sort of felt like it was moving at a kind of slow but I was happy enough with it pace really until about October. And then what happened in kind of October did you just finally have enough of like it not being official whatever you were? Yeah I think it was um that was about so it was in, we met at the start of July and it was around about mid-October I was starting to get a bit frustrated with the situation because the last guy I'd been with for any length of time had kind of you know was making a big effort with me at that point we'd gone official he was taking me on dates here there and everywhere and he was doing none of that and it was kind of making me a bit sad and I was sort of thinking you know I like this guy but what's wrong and um, I confronted him about it and he sort of said you know I really like you I'm just not sure I'm ready for something serious and he's like but I don't want to call it off because you know we might not be friends afterwards I think we should just give it a bit more time so I was like yeah I can give it a bit more time and I sort of in my head was like I'll give it till Christmas. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And then I'm guessing at Christmas, still nothing. Um, yeah, so changed. we basically. Um, I was very busy um, editing my book before sending it off to the publisher. He was busy with the musical, so I wasn't really too fussed about how often I saw him. So um, in November, we only saw each other once, and we didn't even see each other in October, even although we'd been meeting up quite regularly before that. But again, because we were both so busy, I just sort of, you know, I was fine with it. And from, you know, seeing him on social media and how much I spoke to him, nothing gave me the impression that he was sleeping with anyone else at that point in time. And I was just like, you know, he's busy and I was trying to support him through the musical because he didn't think he could do the lead part. And then in December, we met up at King's Cross and he like immediately goes to kiss me. And it's like, you know, he seems really happy to see me. And I'm like, oh, good. Like, you know, this is like a nice chance for us. So we went to a bar that was quite nearby. I bought his drinks and we just started talking. When we'd had about three or four drinks each, um, you know, we started being more honest with each other. And I sort of explained, like, you know, I really like you and I don't want to pressure you into anything. But obviously, you know, I do expect to sort of get to meet your friends then. And, you know, I would want to come to your party and stuff. And uh, he's like, of course, yeah, that's totally understandable. And um, the musical was actually the week supposed to be the week after we met up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to come to the musical. But you've been quite funny about me coming to it. Um, and he was like, yeah, I used to date a girl in the cast and, you know, you can come to the musical, but you can't come home with me afterwards because that would be really disrespectful to her. So out of curiosity, have you been faithful to me? And he was like, sort of paused a bit. And then he was like, no, the first month and a half and I slept with someone, but she was a really good friend. And I just immediately went bananas because I was like drunk. And I felt like we'd sort of clarified where we were at and we were, you know, going into, into uh more positive place as it were and being more honest about our feelings so I was absolutely fuming um and started like crying and stuff because I just felt like I'd wasted half a year on a guy and I really didn't think I'd be able to trust him after that prior to leaving King's Cross sort of just identifying the location but it's quite a general location (laughs) and I said to him you know I'm gonna be a success but I'm not so sure about you and your music and he took that so personally and then the next day he was like you know I thought he was just going to dump me the next day. I was expecting him to end it, but he didn't. And uh, he basically was like, you know, you said some really horrible things to me last night. I'm not sure I can get over it. So I just profusely apologised and nothing I did was a good enough apology. And he just kept playing the victim. 
and I have some really unhealthy habits from that bad relationship from when I was younger so I tried to make it up to him and again I knew he was struggling with money so I like sent him money on PayPal for food and stuff and he took it and I'm like okay um and then I I knew he was like worried about his music so I basically put down the deposit on a music video even though I couldn't really afford it Mm -hmm. and then in February I go on Instagram and see that he's like in a relationship I was so pissed I reckon that they've probably been dating from about October September time so yeah after that I decided that I was going to contact Ali and um, I just messaged her saying you don't know me but Danny's a dick and she liked the (laughs) message about two seconds later (laughs) and then yeah then we just started talking and it turns out that she was the girl at the beginning that he was presumably referring to and he had basically ghosted her um, after he met me and was hanging out with me didn't tell her why just dropped off the face of the earth yeah so yeah we just started talking you became friends through this though didn't you yeah so a week after we started talking um I just said hey I've got a spare ticket to um a sex party do you want to come and she's like I do yes I love (laughs) Ali already (laughs) (laughs) so she she drives over to my house and like she just meets me and I've got like a fetish collar on and stuff and like thigh high boots and she just immediately like comes out and she's got like suspenders and stuff on and I'm like this is the start of a beautiful friendship (laughs) (laughs) how all good friendships should begin (laughs) yeah yeah it's going to torture garden together so we did that and it was we had a really good time it was fun (laughs) so you bonded over I mean you shared both of your experiences and saw some parallels and realized she wasn't crazy he no, was not at all. I think, you. Yeah. Yeah. I think her situation was obviously, it went on for so much longer than mine. And I do really feel for her because I think it definitely knocked her confidence a lot with her wondering, you know, she did a lot for him. And I think she wondered why she was never quite good enough for him. And she did, mm. it, she did acknowledge that, yeah, they were not, ne- he'd never agreed to be her boyfriend, but he did stay in a sit. He kept sleeping with her when he knew it was hurting her. He knew that she wanted more, but he was, he wanted the sex so he was willing to sort of you know use her basically and that's not a nice person <laughs> did you feel any kind of like guilt for because I'm guessing when you were with Danny you kind of believed like you would I would believe like oh crazy ex did you kind of ever say that to her like did you ever discuss that because I'm sure did you kind of resent her before you met her like that must be weird to have those kind of feelings and then meet someone and realize I think I that felt threatened by her said. Yeah, because I thought she was really attractive and stuff and definitely was like why did you especially when I found out that he like ghosted her for me I found the whole thing quite confusing Um, but then I kind of realized that we both had different things to offer him from a profit it sounds weird from professional perspective but he was doing a lot of singing and songwriting and she works in the music business and had the ability to help him quite significantly so him continuing to sleep with her benefited him in various ways and because I was um, a writer um, he was sort of sending me a lot of songs lyrics to sort of look at for him and stuff and you know I hate this guy so much yeah yeah. sorry did you then worry what he was then saying about you because that would be my thing it's like you've completely told this entire lie about Ali now what are you saying about me to um, the other girls you meet Yeah, I mean, I I knew that he was going to sort of, I think what he was going to say was that I was mentally ill and say that, oh, she has OCD, she has, she has problems and, you know, she can't, you know, but I really, I I do have OCD, but that doesn't make my perception of reality any different from what it is. It makes me worry about things more than, you know, a normal person would, but that was why I 
found the gaslighting that happened afterwards so difficult to deal with because um, I eventually confronted him and said, does your current girlfriend know that you were seeing me until the start of December? And he's like, what are you talking about? I ended it with you at the start of December. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You met up with me, you kissed me, and you proceeded to have drinks with me, flirt with me. You said I couldn't come home with you and you were funny about me, but you certainly didn't end it with me that night. And um, he was like, I didn't kiss you, you're remembering it wrong. And I'm like, that's like the worst thing to say to someone with OCD because you worry so much about your memories. The bullshit was so extreme and the, the gaslighting was so extreme. So for the piece that you wrote for us at Cosmo, you spoke to some therapists about the concept of the crazy ex. What did you learn about why people, you know, call someone their crazy ex and like how it's a tactic almost? I think it's definitely a way for them to absolve, absolve themselves of the wrong that they've done in that situation. There's no, even when Ali discussed what had happened, she admitted that she made a mistake continuing to sleep with him. But fundamentally, he also made a mistake knowing that he was hurting this girl and really, really traumatising her, but continuing mm-hmm. to do it anyway. And the fact that there was so much drama involved, because he actually said to her not to talk about what was happening to their mutual friends and sort of silencing her and then calling her crazy to all of them. And it was just, it was definitely his way of covering up his own abuse to get as many people on side and portray her to be something that she just wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, and it, so, yeah, the therapy, it was also interesting. It was helpful for her, I think, because this was a, this was two and a half years of her life. For me, it was just a slightly dramatic five months. But I'm really glad that it happened for nothing else than the fact that I was able to give her that closure that she was never going to get from him. I'm just just so angry under my duvet with him. <laughs> um, but you know, I think that just the nicest thing is that you made a friendship. So I know you said at the beginning how you struggled to make friends in London. Yeah. Um, and then I guess with Ali, you've actually found a good friend. So in a way... At least that's one good thing he did. Not on purpose, obviously. Um, Yeah. I mean, definitely, I I think we both came out of it better because I think we both realised how to communicate what we want a lot better rather than trying to play it cool with people. I think, like, everyone can learn from this because the concept of the crazy ex is so deeply ingrained in, like our concept of relationships almost. Like, I think we can all take from it that if someone refers to their ex as crazy, it's, it's a red flag, like... Right. Yeah, 100%. But I've actually been in a much more dangerous situation where, you know, the gaslighting was a lot more damaging and had much more far reaching effects for me, which I think was why I was able to sort of help Ali get through it, because I understood what she was feeling, even if I wasn't feeling the same thing from him. I was just angry at him. Well, you're lucky to have each other and I'm glad something positive came out of it. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's definitely something that I will continue to speak about, especially when it comes to gaslighting and how it can tie into certain like mental health conditions like Purell. Because if she hadn't been there and he'd said to me, you're not remembering this correctly, there is a very high chance that I would have believed him. Mm-hmm. And sort of said, okay, maybe I'm not remembering it correctly and just let him away with it. And that's a vulnerability that shouldn't get exploited like that. I I found it so hard to trust myself. But with her support, I was able to sort of, we were both able to sort of say to him, actually, no, you were wrong. Well, thank you so much for sharing. No worries. Um, I think it will be really helpful for lots of people. Yeah, never play the cool girl and never believe the crazy ex term. No. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 
Um, so listening to Kate then, um, Paisley, mm. I it was so hard at some points not to like slam my head on the keyboard because of just what a dick he was. But I think we've all been in that instance where when you tell the story to someone else after it's happened, mm. they are just like, what? why were you with that person? Like you're so much better than them. But then when you're in it, you just kind of, oh, I just think gaslighting is so real. And her telling me that I just, oh, honestly, I'm just like, why? He's just a piece of shit. And the fact that he used her mental health um, history that she had divulged to him with trust and he used that against her and used it to get her to question her own perception of the relationship is just awful. Also that whole thing of like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship and then they're with someone. I just yeah. honestly think that line is just nine times out of ten a lie. Well, nine times out of ten it means I'm just not looking for a relationship with you, but people are yeah. too <laughs> yeah, I just think, to say it. Yeah, but I love that they made friends. I think that's a, the coolest part of the whole thing, that they then made friends and Kate found like a proper friend that she wanted yeah. because he wasn't even a good friend to her. He was not. No, he wasn't. And also that their friendship like validated both of their feelings. I just think, I mean, she said to me once I found in Danny, the platonic, I uh, found in Ali, the platonic traits that I was looking for in a relationship with Danny. And I was like, that's beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Um, and definitely the cool girl thing as well. Um, because so I can relate to that. Um, just makes me thinking gone girl when she goes on her cool girl monologue. Um, yeah. But I just think we all just need to be more upfront and from the get go. Do you know what I mean? And the same way that he should have been more upfront. Like if he just said like, I just want to shag, mm-hmm. then she can make that decision. I just honestly just make it easier for everyone. Just demand what you're, well, it's just a, a lesson in say what you want and don't worry that someone's going to turn you down because if they're going to turn you down, then they're not the right person to have that thing with, whatever it is. Like, it's scary. You're so wise. Thanks, mate. I mean, <laughs> do I live by the rules that I spout? That's to be uh, determined. This brings us to the end of this episode of Cosmopolitans All The Way With. Thanks so much to Kate for joining us and to you for listening. And if you have any sex questions or dating questions, message us on Twitter or Instagram at Cosmopolitan UK. Cosmopolitans All The Way With was recorded by Number 8 Studios remotely and is available to download on Acast, iTunes and all the usual podcast apps. See you next week. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.